Hello everyone. Good morning once again. So I'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope you're all doing well. I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes. I pray that God will fill his prophets and his servants with boldness to proclaim his message wherever they are. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. And may every satanic foundation be broken. Every foundation of fear, and doubt, and unbelief be broken. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So, um, Jesus gave us life as a result of his death for us. Um, it is clear by now that in the sight of God, that is, as a result of all that we've gone through, we've learned that um, no one is justified by the law. For many scriptures attest to the fact that the righteous man, okay, or the just man, has life because of the faith that he has in God or because of the faith he has in the death and the blood of Jesus Christ. The just man shall live, okay, and not die by this faith that he has in God, according to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. The just man shall live despite whatever medical report because he has faith in God that he sends Jesus Christ to die in his place. Now, before I go on, we all know that the wages of sin is death, okay? But the gift of God is life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, the wages of sins means that for every sin you commit, the soul that sins must die. It's a spiritual law. You may not see death in the physical form when someone sins, but there are different kinds of death. There could be death in your health, that is, your divine health could be truncated. There could be death in your, in your, in your, in your mental faculty so that you become like dumb, like you don't really remember stuff as young as you are. You go to school and you don't perform well in class because you can memorize things. You can be, you can die in your finances so that even though you work so hard, you're not able to gather enough finances to take care of yourself. There are so many ways in which a man can die. Remember when God cursed Adam, he said, in dying you shall die. So like death is a process. You realize that before a man physically dies, there are certain aspects of his life that will, you know, like, be dysfunctional before he eventually gives up the ghost so um that is basically it so you wouldn't see a man die like physically dead because like he sinned but a part of him dies his spiritual life can die and that is also death you can be cut off from the fellowship of jesus christ and that is death it is death okay so there are many many deaths that you go through before you physically die now um back to what we were saying so um the just man lives by the faith he has in god and not by the report of another man okay um we're seeing that jesus christ came to die in our place so when jesus christ has died for you you do not have to die again no matter whatever form it may take you do not have to die um um by like your health you don't have to die um, nothing of yours should die. You should insist on life because Jesus Christ gave you life when he died. 
Now the just man lives by the faith he has in God and not by the report of another man. Isaiah says that who has believed our report and to whom has the hand of the Lord been stretched out? Now if you remember in the book of Exodus when Moses went to Pharaoh, it was the hand of God that delivered the people. I don't want to go deep into that. But Isaiah is saying that to whom has the hand of God been stretched out? Okay, to whom has the hand of God been revealed? That power of God. That outstretched power, the hand of God um, denotes his power. Okay, so to whom has this hand been stretched out? Who has believed our report? So the one who has believed the report of God is the one to whom his power will come to. Okay, remember that's the, 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 the impulse is something that does the, the gospel of God is the power of God unto salvation. Okay, so if you have received or believed his word, you have also taken power, okay, unto salvation so that your souls will be saved, so that your health will be saved, so that your finances will be saved, so that your family will be saved, so that your, 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 your business, everything about your spiritual life will be saved. Okay, that is just how it is. So, who has believed our report and to whom has the power of God been stretched out to? Okay, so now look at this. The daughter diagnosed you with a terminal disease when you were born. Your parents accepted it. You've also grown to accept it. Now in the course of your growing years, you have like begun having some crisis. Everyone is bracing themselves for the supposedly inevitable. Child of God, the devil said no. But what is God saying? Who has believed our report? Ask yourself, are you the only one to ever suffer from such an ailment? The next question is, so did all the others die young also? Whose reports will you believe? So your child came home with very bad test scores. You look at the child and conclude that, oh, this one is not as smart as, as that one. Or this one is not as smart as the one who was first in class. No. You look at the child and then you conclude that he is not smart. My sister or my brother, death has put his hand on his brain. Command life into his brains and see if he's not as smart as the other sibling. Or if he's not as smart as the one who came first in class. A man cannot die twice. I always say this. A man cannot die twice. You never go to the market the following day to go and pay again for the product you bought the day before. No one does that. No thinking person does that. You died and you now have a new life by faith. Let this faith see you through life's journey despite any kind of trials. See, let not the deception from the liar make you succumb to the death of sickness. He beguiled Eve in the garden of the Lord. Let him not beguile you. Jesus died for your sins. Jesus died for you. Get it? Jesus died for you. And this is true. Now meditate on this and pray with it. Live by the faith you have in God. Jesus indeed died for you. He has taken your punishment. The wages of sin is death. Every kind of death, Jesus took it away. Every kind of death, Jesus took it for you. You cannot die in your health. You cannot die in your child's education. You cannot die in your finances. You cannot die at work. 
your you should have life there should be life in everything you do let's not the liar cheat you of this inheritance see he will try to deceive you because he knows you don't know but i'm referring to god's word i'm standing upon god's word to you everything i've said so far i refer to scriptures so like one should believe that jesus christ died for you and has shed his blood for you you are saved then you see, you are indeed saved from every kind of sickness, every kind of death. You have life in every form. See, confess this. Take your inheritance. Don't give up and let him. Contend for what is yours. Life is yours and its abundance. Abundance life consists of its beauty and glory. Satan is a liar and Satan is a cheat. He never speaks the truth because that is so inconsistent with his character. Lies are his language just as tree is the language of the Akans and friend the language of the people of France. God saves you when you believed. It is a gift. Salvation from sickness is a gift from God. It is a free present. Life in whatever form is a gift from God. Do not disappoint God by saying the contention for the gift is too strong so you can't possess it. Don't disappoint God. The contention for your life was way painful, yet he stepped down from his glory to take it for us. Let's not make the death of Jesus Christ of no effect. Let's not just show off that what he did for us under the carpet and pretend like nothing happened. It's really costed, it's really cost God, <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> it really cost God to give Jesus to us. Can we let something cost us to take our possession? Can we also give up something to take what Jesus gave to us? Can we bear the pain, contain the suffering, and take our possession? Jesus Christ did this for us. Don't just shove that gift under the carpet because it means nothing to you. That is being very, very ungrateful. I'd like to end here today. I pray that God keeps us. God guides us. God causes his face to shine upon us and be merciful unto us. And may God lighten our path this day and be with us forever and ever, even as he is with our children and our entire families. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, have life, receive life, because it is a gift from God. Stay blessed and be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.